T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And, you know, that's definitely, you know, on my list of motivation. Um, you know, whenever I see someone say anything negative about our team or, by myself, I just put it on my list, and I just try to, you know, I block it out, but at the end of the day, I keep it in the back of my mind, man. You know, winning a national championship definitely is something that um, I think is, is very, we can accomplish. It's something that can be done, and um, it just starts one game at a time. Um, just want to get some quarantine today, get some rest, get our minds right, you know, um, enjoy, you know, winning the Big Ten tournament, but then we also have to understand that we have a, a bigger goal at hand than us. Um, a bigger goal to accomplish and just taking it one game at a time. And um, it starts with um, Drexel. It's Zach Zaidman on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station. Illinois star Io Dosubu with high goals, high expectations, and rightfully so the way the Illini looked this past regular season and in the Big Ten tournament. Hi, everyone. Zach Saban with you until 9 o'clock, broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. You are a big part of the show as well. 312-644-6767. The score listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit betql.com. Io on the score earlier this afternoon with Parkins and Spiegel. We will replay that interview in its entirety a little bit later on this hour. And let's break down the brackets, talking some college basketball with Ricky O'Donnell, the writer and editor for SB Nation. And he joins us now on the score hotline presented by Alpamonte Ford. Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park on North Avenue or apford.com. All right, Ricky, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Give me your impressions of the entire body of work from Illinois this season so far. Yeah, I think Illinois has been incredible. I mean, you look at them right now, they're top seven in the country on both offense and defense. They have a star guard in Io DeSumo, a dominant big man in Kofi Coburn. And they have really a pro-style offense based around spacing and ball movement around those guys. So I think, you know, with the two-man game of Io and Kofi, uh, it's going to give them the ability to compete with any team in the country. I think that, uh, you know, it's a team that's peaking at the right time. They enter the tournament as winners 14 of their last 15. So I think this Illinois team is absolutely legit. I think they've proven it all season. And I think they're playing their best basketball at the right time of the year. What? could possibly throw them off? Well, I think that they got an extremely difficult draw through the bracket. If you look at the Midwest region, uh, there's just tons of potential pitfalls on the way to the Final Four for them. And if Illinois does come out of the Midwest, 
they're definitely going to have to earn it. Uh, you could start with a potential second-round matchup against Loyola. You could make the case that Loyola is one of the strongest number eight seeds ever based on the resume of the team that was top 10 in the country on the Ken Palm efficiency rankings, top 10 in the country in the net ratings. So I think that would be a, a very challenging game if the Illini do see Loyola in the round of 32. In the Sweet 16, you're talking about a potential matchup with Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State beat a Baylor team that has a one seed in this tournament, beat Illinois earlier this year uh, when they were in the Big 12 tournament last week. So I think Oklahoma State is way underseeded at a four. Cade Cunningham is going to be the first pick in the draft. He's absolutely the best player in college basketball. He's just going to be a nightmare matchup for any opponent. That includes Illinois. Uh, Oklahoma State doesn't have a ton of spacing around him, but just the fact that they have a superstar guard in Cunningham is going to give them a chance. And then, you know, you look at Houston as a potential matchup in the Elite Eight. I think Kelvin Sampson's got that program really headed in the right direction. So it's a it's a tough, tough road for Illinois. Uh, but I, I do think they're the best team in the region. And, uh, you know, they, they can very well come out of this bracket. Ricky O'Donnell from SB Nation is with us here on The Score talking some college basketball, NCAA tournament. I want to go back to what you were saying earlier because in Chicago, rightfully so, I think everyone is looking ahead to that potential second-round matchup between the Illini and Loyola. Georgia Tech is a team that we may not be familiar with here. They went on a massive run to cruise through the ACC tournament. What should we know about the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, well, it's a team that's only made the NCAA tournament twice since 2007. That 2007 team was led by Thaddeus Young, so that tells you how long ago that was. Uh, It was a down year in the ACC. I mean, Duke didn't qualify for the NCAA tournament this year. North Carolina, I believe, is a nine seed in this bracket. Uh, It just wasn't a dominant conference that we're typically accustomed to coming out of the ACC. So, Uh, I think that Josh Pastner, their head coach at Georgia Tech, has that program uh, going in the right direction. They have a lot of seniors in that lineup, so they have experience. Uh, They don't have, like, top-end NBA talent. Uh, They don't have a unit that ranks in the top 25 of the country in terms of offensive or defensive efficiency. So it's a good team for sure. I mean, you can ask yourself, would Loyola have won the ACC tournament? uh, That would be quite the accomplishment for any team coming out of the Missouri Valley Uh, So I don't think you can take Georgia Tech lightly, but I favor Loyola in that game. And uh, I think, you know, more than likely we're going to see a Loyola versus Illini matchup in the round of 32. I like it. Now, Ricky, why is this Loyola team? And we started to hear this uh, over the the course at the tail end of, of the regular season. The belief that this team could be better than the one that made the Final Four a few years back. What's different about this Loyola team, and do you agree with that sentiment? It's possible. I think that their regular season resume is certainly better, but, you know, think back to that Final Four run they made in 2018. They won multiple games on buzzer beaters. They were the 11th seed in the same region as Virginia when Virginia lost to UMBC, first time a 16 seed has ever upset a one seed. So there's no doubt that Loyola was very lucky on that run. I mean, they were a good team. They earned it, no doubt. But you need to get a lot of luck. I did a story on Cameron Krautwig, their senior center, who was a freshman starter on that team, and he told me the same thing. They certainly got a lot of good fortune, and you have to for any team to run through the bracket and make the Final Four. Uh, 
the reason this team could be better, you can start with Krautwig. Krautwig currently is one of the most dominant players in the country. 6'9", senior center, uh, absolutely elite passer out of the center position, very efficient scorer. He ranks top 10 in the country in all-in-one stats like BPM and win shares. He's rated number four on Ken Palm's player of the year standings right now in terms of the efficiency stats. So he's just tremendous. He's the hub of the offense. Uh, and then you have Lucas Williamson, who is the defensive player of the year in the conference. He's a senior. He also got minutes on that final four team. He's a nice six, five, three and D wing, the type of player you don't typically see in a conference like the Missouri Valley. Uh, and then around them, it's just an elite defensive team. They're entering the tournament right now with the number one defense in the country. It's crazy to say that about Loyola. You look at the lineup, it doesn't really look like it should be an intimidating defensive group, but they wall off the paint. They limit three-point shots, and Porter Moser's done a great job coaching up that team defensively. So uh, I think Loyola's awesome. I think they probably should have got a, a six seed in this tournament. So to see them get an eight, uh, personally, I was disappointed in that, but I think that, you know, if that matchup does come to fruition, Illinois versus Loyola, man, that's going to be so much fun, especially for fans here in Chicago. All right, so help me out here. Before we get to the other three regions, I want to stay with Porter Moser here because the success that he has had at Loyola is unprecedented for that school. And when you do the things he's done with that program, we know, and this happened a couple of years ago, the bigger name schools start knocking on the door. Is there going to be a chance that he leaves Loyola after this season because of some of the openings that have been created over the last 24 hours? Yeah, like you said, a lot of jobs came open today. I think it's possible. I mean, if I was another program, I think you got to give Porter Moser a look. Uh, but, you know, of course, everyone knows Porter Moser, you know, grew up in the state. Uh, I think he seems comfortable in Loyola. Certainly, like, he has a program that I think is on its way towards building a sustainable winner, which is really the goal of any mid-major program. Uh, so it'll be a tough decision for him. I mean, the Missouri Valley, I think, for the first time in conference history, was a multi-bid league this year with Drake getting an at-large. Uh, typically, though, you're playing for one NCAA tournament spot. And, uh, you know, Loyola would not have made the NCAA tournament in 2018 when they went to the Final Four if they didn't win the conference tournament. So... There's not much margin for error for Moser at Loyola. I think that, you know, down the line, he could be looking uh, at a at a bigger job at a bigger school. But, uh, you know, it's going to have to be the right job for him. I'm not totally sure what that job would be. Uh, and, you know, we'll see. For Loyola's sake, they, they better hope they can keep him around. Ricky O'Donnell, who covers college basketball for SB Nation, a writer and editor there, is with us. All right, let's break down the other three regions, and I'll just get your quick impressions with each one. Let's start with Gonzaga, the top seed in the West, and how you see that going, potential upsets uh, in the West, and if Gonzaga can roll all the way to the championship game. It's really hard to roll through things and stay undefeated the way they have, but they've handled every test so far. Yeah, it's crazy. Last team to end the season as undefeated national champion was Indiana in 1976. So that tells you the kind of history Gonzaga is going against. I personally believe they're absolutely good enough to do it. Uh, this has been the best team in college basketball from the very first game of the season. You could see it right away. They're number one in the country in offense. No one else is even close. They also have a top 10 defense. They have a one-and-done NBA star in Jalen Suggs, who I'm sure every Bulls fan would love for them to add. He right now projects as probably the number three overall pick in the draft. 
Around him, they have two other All-Americans, Corey Kispert, who's a sharpshooting wing, Drew Timmy, who's a fantastic two-way center. Uh, I think Gonzaga is incredible, and I do not see a team in this region that can touch them. Really? So not even close. Who who could potentially just give them a little bit of a scare? Uh, I mean, I don't think Iowa can, and Iowa's the two seed. I have Oregon in the Elite Eight in the West. Uh, Oregon's a seven. That would be something of a surprise. But, I mean, I look up and down this region, and Kansas is a three seed. They're way down to where they've typically been. Uh, we just saw Creighton is the five seed. They got smoked by Georgetown in the Big East championship game. So uh, I would pick Oregon, I guess, is maybe their toughest competition. But, I mean, Gonzaga is just too good. I think they're going to roll. Okay, interesting. In the East, that's the one where Michigan is the top seed. Take me through that region and how you think it's going to unfold. Yeah, absolutely devastating injury for Michigan, losing Isaiah Rivers, broke a boat. Isaiah Livers, I'm sorry, broke a bone in his foot. Uh, Livers, I thought, has been one of the most underrated players in college basketball the last few years. I wouldn't be surprised if he eventually cracks an NBA roster. Michigan, obviously, very good team, even without him. Uh, Franz Wagner, the younger brother of Mo Wagner, who was their star on their title team in 2018. Uh, Franz is incredible. He's going to be a lottery pick. I think he's a terrific two-way wing at six foot nine. They also have a a star freshman center, Hunter Dickinson. So Michigan's talented, but I think after they lost Livers, it's a pretty vulnerable team. So a couple squads, I think, that could potentially come out of that region. I would say Florida State. Florida State has been one of the more consistent programs to not reach the Final Four over the last few years. Leonard Hamilton's a terrific coach. They have a one-and-done star in Scotty Barnes. They have an entire team of big, strong dudes who defend, can shoot a little bit, can get to the basket. So I like that Florida State team as a four seed. I also love Alabama. Nate Oates seems to me like the next rising NBA coach in the college ranks. Uh, He takes a very modern philosophy towards their offense, which is he does not let them shoot mid-range shots. Everything comes at the rim or from three-point range. Alabama also has an elite defense. So I have Alabama in that region. Uh, I think Florida State could make it interesting as well. And, uh, you know, Michigan definitely has the talent with Dickinson and with Wagner, but I think the liver's injury is really, really tough for them. All right, let's close it out with the South region. That's where Baylor is the number one seed. Yeah, Baylor's awesome. Uh, Baylor pretty much whooped Illinois earlier this season. I think Illinois is a better team than it was them, but that just shows you the power of Baylor. They only lost two games. Uh, their most recent loss was in the Big 12 tournament semis when Cade Cunningham just went bananas and almost single-handedly won that game. Uh, in the South, I think Baylor's the heavy favorite. A couple other teams that I think could challenge them. Maybe Purdue is a four-seed. Purdue's got a pretty solid team on both ends of the floor. They're certainly battle-tested in a good Big Ten this year. I like Texas Tech and Chris Beard. We saw Beard lead them to the title game with Jarek Culver a few years back. Uh, they have... a uh, star from Chicago in Terrence Shannon, who went to Lincoln Park High School. Really good player, potential first-round pick. I think Texas Tech could be a possible upset there. Uh, I'd also look at Ohio State. Ohio State just played Illinois really tough. They have a veteran team. They have great guard play with Dwayne Washington. So I would pick Baylor, but uh, I think it's going to be hard for them against Ohio State, potentially in the Elite Eight, and maybe against Texas Tech. Great stuff, Ricky. Thank you so much for uh, helping uh, humanize the brackets for us. Always appreciate the time. Thanks. Ricky O'Donnell, who covers college basketball, writer and editor for SB Nation, breaking it down with us. Let's take a break. When we come back, 
There were two fantastic interviews today on the score featuring the Fighting Illini. We'll replay it next. Zach Sabin with you until 9 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Score Rewind. Playing back the best that you missed today on The Score. Zach Saban with you until 9 o'clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score had a real treat this afternoon when Io DeSumo, the Illinois star, joined Parkins and Spiegel right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Io, what's up, man? How you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey, man, it's... uh, it's uh, You know, today, mandatory quarantine, so I'm just, you know, relaxing. Thank you guys for having me. No, of course. So yeah, so so you win a Big Ten tournament championship, and then you where are you? Like, I I heard I heard you were quarantining. Are you already in Indy? What's the what's the situation here? Yeah, we're in our same hotel in Indy, um, same hotel, the Westin. Uh, we we got here, you know, early this week to you know compete for the Big Ten tournament. Um, yep. I mean, like Thursday, I believe. So we're still here. Um, yeah, we we still here waiting. Other teams came yesterday, so they're making all teams quarantine for one day, and then um, we'll be fine after our tests come back um, negative later tonight. So quarantining for one day is that that's you guys separately? So that means you're not getting a chance to like hang out as a team and celebrate this moment in your lives so far. No, actually, they they do allow us to interact with our teammates, but we can't leave our floor. So we can go to our teammates' room. We can do anything, you know, together, but we just can't leave. Um, the f- no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. No, we, we can't leave at all. We can't leave our room at all right now. Well, we, we don't want to get you in trouble. So, so, yeah, whatever you're doing is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Good job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're stuck in our room. <laughs> stuck in your room 100%. We, yep, under, we, we understand. <laughs> but I got, I got to say, like, so there's the, you know, there's the whole – 
to do the letter, right, about you guys not getting the uh, Big Ten championship in the regular season, and then you guys just go out and take care of business and win the tournament. I got to say, there's a, there, that was kind of poetic. That was a nice storybook thing for you guys. I would imagine it was a real motivating factor for you in that tournament, the fact that you were not crowned Big Ten regular season champions. Definitely. It definitely was a, um, a bit of motivation, I would say. Uh, we felt as we accomplished enough in the regular season to be crowned regular season Big Ten champions, but hey, you know, um, they don't want us to win. Um, it's okay. Uh, we, we didn't get that. We didn't hold our heads down. We just use it as motivation to go out there and try to win a tournament championship because we knew at the end of the day we were playing like the best team in the, in, in the conference. They they didn't want you to win. Uh, see, that's that's a beautiful thing to be able to hold on to and drive you. And we know you're driven by stuff like that. So was the whole team talking about it and feeling it that way? Definitely. You know, we felt a sense of disrespect, I would say. Um, not by anyone in particular, but we just felt as if, you know, anytime it came to something controversial with Illinois, you know, Illinois always got the short end of the stick. And we still have that mindset. So we motivated to go out there and um, just prove everyone wrong, you know. Coach Underwood, uh, he's leading the charge. Uh, he has his plan extremely hard, and um, he understands the significance of, you know, playing as hard as you can, going out there and trying to just compete and um, and take whatever you think that should be yours. And that's, that was our mindset coming into the tournament. So what are the goals now? I mean, the goal is to win a national championship. That always was our, our main goal. Um, you know, winning the Big Ten. Um, title was our, um, our our main goal, one of our main goals also. But, you know, in order to win a national championship, you have to win a Big Ten. You have to go through the Big Ten tournament title first. So that was definitely great to accomplish that goal. But, you know, my, one of my main goals, if I can say why I decided to come back to school for my junior year, and um, our team goals also is to, at the end of the day, be the last team standing, you know, winning a national championship. So that's that's my main goal. Well, and and most of us think that you guys have a real good shot to do it. It's really fun. Got to ask you, though, Ayo Desumu, where does that rank, that team Big Ten title for you personally in terms of titles, in terms of anything you've done at Morgan Park or with with, with Mac Irvin? Uh, you know, where does, where does this rank? Because it seemed, seemed very big and impactful, and you took some cool pictures we want to talk about too. But where, where does this team title rank for you, Ayo? Um, I would definitely say it ranks um, top two, you know, between um, winning yesterday and, you know, and also, you know, playing for my, uh, my country, Team USA. Um, I would say those are um, neck and neck. But this is a tremendous accomplishment to be a part of a team that hasn't done it since 2005, um, to be a part of a great group of individuals who, you know, people doubted two years ago um, to be a part of Coach Underwood's turnaround. You know, people doubted him. You know, so just going through so much adversity with these group of guys, um, come out on top, not getting a Big Ten regular season title. You know, out of all the things that went on, um, I would say it's definitely like one of the top two accomplishments, team accomplishments, definitely. Io DeSumo with us on the score. And Speaks mentioned those pictures that you put out on Instagram. They're kind of going viral right now. We talked to you last time about how big of a Kobe fan you were. You must have had that planned 
well ahead of time, or is that a spur in the moment thing? No, actually, it was a spur in the moment. Um, actually, uh, one of our um, GAs, he he was like, "Yo, you should do this picture." You know, Kobe. You know, you guys know me. Um, anyone who knows me, Kobe Bryant's my favorite player of all time. Like when it comes to the mentality, when it comes to the work ethic, when it comes to how he carries his, himself to the game of basketball and his craft, um, there's no one you know that I look up to more that played in the NBA or played any sports professionally. So just having the opportunity to be able to you know show respect and to give love to one of my favorite players of all time and one of my favorite human beings of all time, um, it definitely was a was great, and it was a definitely was a yeah spur in the moment decision that I made. Man, that's cool. I thought for sure you had planned that out ahead of time. And I got to say, man, the Mamba mask is pretty badass. Like, that, that that's a badass look that you pulled off there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> did, we were worried, by the way. Did you did you blame us? Because you got hit in the face right after you talked to us last time. So we were wondering that maybe you were going to blame us for uh, some sort of curse at all. Oh, no, I love you guys, Paul. That was, a, it was just a, a very unfortunate play, I would say. Yeah, I would say it was just a very unfortunate place how it all happened. But it's all good. Um, it was a blessing in disguise. Uh, my my teammates gained a lot of confidence. Um, everyone gained a lot of confidence, I would say. And um, it also gave me more time to just um, jail with my managers. You know, um, the, the managers are probably the most underappreciated people when it comes to a successful program. So when I got my mask back, you know, I spent so much time with my managers to help me put it on, help me work out anytime I needed them, they came. So I just definitely want to shout out to, you know, the manager at Illinois because they do a tremendous job. And due, due to the COVID and not them seeing their families, their families either, you know, they're sacrificing not only seeing their families, but they're coming and spending time with our team and, you know, helping me out and helping us become a, a better team and helping me become a better player. So um, it's always a blessing in disguise. But I just want to shout out to the managers here. How how awesome is that? Io DeSumo is a Chicago kid, grew up a Derrick Rose fan and a score fan, so he's got good taste in radio stations. Goes to Morgan yeah, Park. Sure. It, yeah, goes to Morgan Park, plays great there, ends up at Illinois, could have left to go pro, decides to come back, one of the player of the year candidates, and he's given shout outs to the managers right here uh, uh, on the score as, as, a, as a grown man. That, that, that is tremendous. Io, this is a big moment. There's, you know, we were talking about it before you came on. Illinois might be historically the most accomplished basketball program without a national title. Never won a national title in basketball. Do you, do you know that? Are you guys aware of that? This is the best chance that Illinois has had in a long, long time. Definitely, you know, that's definitely, you know, on my list of motivation. Um, you know, whenever I see someone say anything negative about our team or about myself, I just put it on my list and I just try to, you know, I block it out. But at the end of the day, I keep it in the back of my mind, man. You know, winning a national championship definitely is something that um, I think is, is very, we can accomplish. It's something that can be done. And um, it just starts one game at a time. I'm just going to get some quarantine today, get some rest, get our minds right, you know, um, enjoy, you know, winning the Big Ten tournament. But then we also have to understand that we have a a bigger goal at hand and a um, a bigger goal to accomplish and just taking it one game at a time. And um, it starts with um, Drexel. What did you think of the draw that you guys got in the bracket? I actually haven't looked at it yet. Um, I just 
um, knew that we played we played first. That that's just my mindset. That's the mindset I had, you know, playing um the state championships, the tournaments and the USA tournaments, I always took it one game at a time because you know, at at this point of the season it doesn't matter who we play, you know, it's win or go home. So you're gonna have to play the best teams eventually. So I'm just trying to go out there and have the mindset of, you know, folks in every forty minutes. You know, trying to survive each 40 minutes, and then once that's 40 minutes over, worry about the next team. You know, when you tend to start, you know, overthinking of who you may play, that's how sometimes you can slip up, and that's how you can get beat. So um, I'm trying to really focus our guys and not having that mindset and just taking it one game at a time, and um, I think we'll be fine if we do that. Wow. So, so, so this whole town is kind of focused on what might be the second-round matchup. Like, would this be breaking news if we told you who you might get? In the second round, Io, would you mind if we told you who it might be? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, you could tell me. I mean, I, I, it'll be breaking news to me for sure. All right, it, it, if you guys win and Georgia Tech loses their game to Loyola, it will be Loyola against Illinois in round two, which would be crazy for Chicago and really for the whole state. That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, that'd be fun, you know. In Chicago, Chicago have everything with me, so um, I'm proud of Loyola. Um, I always root for my home, my home city. Um, so for them to, you know, make it to the tournament and made it be, you know, a great that'd be great to see now. That's amazing, focus, Danny. That he doesn't know who they're playing. That that's amazing. Good for I don't you. Know that I believe Drexel. you. I, oh, I, I, oh, so you're, I, I, oh, you're telling me you guys are watching the bracket selection show. You see that you guys get a one seed, and then you just turn it off, and you didn't see the rest of the bracket. Come on now. No, I saw the, I saw the bracket, but like the, the way I was watching the bracket, it was so much going through, racing through my head. You know, my teammates was telling me sure. jokes. We were enjoying the, the, the moment of the. I was trying to really enjoy the moment, and. um I heard about, you know, other teams. I knew the teams that could be in our region, but when it actually came down to who we may play if we win, I didn't know that. I, re- I respect it. Uh, just another couple of minutes here with Io DeSumo from the Illini. So I want to go back because you said, you know, every 40 minutes. It took you guys a little bit extra, right? It took overtime. I was curious. You're known as the best closer in college basketball, right? Ball was in your hands, end of regulation, and you end up, going one-on-one and hoisting the long three. Is that the shot you wanted, or what's – is it going to just be, you know, you with the ball trying to create, or what's your ideal situation, end of game? Definitely. That was the shot that I wanted. Um, it was actually very ironic because every day when I end my workouts, I end my workouts playing against my GA. His name is Clay Jones. Um, he, like he, – he goes, like, 85% defensively on me, and we play, like, a game where – if I score, I get a point. If he gets a stop, he gets a point. So at the end of the game, it's the first to ten. In the, our workouts, we always work on, you know, finishing moves. And the way Ohio State was um, normally at the end of the scouting tour was the end of their game because they had a close game against Michigan. Is um, in the half in the game, they tend to go to a one-three-one zone. So if he watched the clip again, and Wayne Washington Jr. He came. As I was dribbling, he came up and like he got into the gap on the left wing towards our bench, and I thought they was going to a zone. So I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get to the rim. So immediately right there, I went into my um, my secondary plan to get my shot off. And I always work on that shot. It was a one dribble sidestep. Um, Damian Lewis shoots it all the time. 
Um, Chris Boss used to all the time. It's an easy shot where, you know, me being six five, I can elevate over my over my defender and always get the shot up. So uh, this shot that I live with, the shot that I know I'll make if I shoot it, shoot it again. And um, I thought I got a, a clean look. This uh, was a little bit short to the right, but at the end of the day, I think I got a pretty good look. And, and I, I think that my partner there was is, is questioning your shot selection. I mean, my goodness! That's, oh, did you not see? Did he not good. see the dagger? Did he not see the dagger against Northwestern? That was at least twenty six, maybe twenty eight, Danny. It's all I'm just good. saying it was a tie good. game. Oh, Danny Lillard, that was a bad shot. It's all good. <laughs> That's not a bad shot That's for true. Dame Lillard or Steph Curry or Io Desubu. Damn it! It's not. A I'm bad just shot. saying it's it's a tie game. It's a tie game. Go to the rim, get fouled. But the one-three-one zone is a reasonable explanation. But so your your first look was to go to the rim, though, at the end of the game. But then they took it away yes, from you. Per se. Exactly. So you know they took away okay. the my plan A, and I had to react within a, the time that I had. But it's definitely you know looking back at it, I definitely could have, you know, probably maybe got a better um, a better look. But you know I live with that. Yeah, and I I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and trust you and your shot selection rather than my radio partner, um, Danny, Danny Parkins, um, <laughs> right <good>. there. <laughs> so this morning, this morning I'm watching SportsCenter, man, and they're talking about who some of the pro players um, are similar to in terms of the best college players in the country, right? So they're talking about Cade Cunningham at Oklahoma State. And the guy on, on SportsCenter is saying, well, you know, Paul George is a comp for Cade Cunningham. Um, they said that I think it's uh, Noah Mobley out there for USC. Well, Chris Bosh is kind of a comp for him. And then there he is. It's you, Io DeSumo, on my TV today. And the guy from ESPN says he's not quite as athletic as him, but Russell Westbrook was the comp for Io DeSumo, attacks the rim, could get a triple-double at any time. I mean, I don't think anybody's as athletic as Russell Westbrook, but how's that for a comp, Io? Guys throwing around Russell Westbrook for you. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, you know, it's definitely not bad. That's what I'm actually honored to, you know, just have that comparison. You know, he's a Hall of Famer. His competitive nature, the mentality, how he takes the game, just how he's fearless, you know, any basketball player will be be blessed to be compared to West or West. But, um, so yeah, that's a. I wouldn't be pretty mad at that. I would say it's definitely some um, differences in our games. But you know, he's a Hall of Famer, great player, one of the best point guards of all time. So that's something that you'd be mad about. Well, Io, man, listen. Uh... The audience loved you coming on last time. They've really enjoyed this again. We've been following you and the team, and everyone here in Chicago is rooting for you guys. And uh, like you said at the beginning, man, this is why you came back. So it's all there in front of you, and uh, we hope to talk to you again as you guys advance throughout the tournament. All right? Good luck. Thank you guys for having me. After the season, y'all got to have me come down on set. You know, I got to work. Oh, dude. When I'm done playing. When I'm done playing basketball, that's what I want to, my profession. So y'all gotta let me come get some some reps up with you guys. Hundred percent. Io, stay on stay on hold right now. My producer will talk to you. We'll set it up for as soon as the season's over. But once you advance, I know you're not looking ahead. But once you take care of Drexel and once you take care of Loyola, we'll have you on again ahead of the Sweet Sixteen. But then we'll absolutely have you in studio when the season's over. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Stay safe.
I can't wait for the I.O. show on the score. Man, that's going to be a lot of fun. But he's got a little basketball to take care of first. Great stuff with Parkin Spiegel and I.O. talking basketball today. Got a lot of people to thank for spending the evening with us, including Tom Thayer, Stacey Dales, Kevin Fishbane, Luke Canellis, Ricky O'Donnell. When we come back, we will hear an interview that Mully and Hawk conducted with IO's head coach, the Illini head coach, Brad Underwood. That's next. Zach Sadman with you until 9 o'clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Score Rewind. Playing back the best that you missed today on The Score. This morning, Illinois coach Brad Underwood got a chance to talk some NCAA tournament with Mully and Haw right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. A remarkable job he's done with a great team here at Illinois. Brad, good morning. How are you, Coach? Good morning, Coach. I'm doing doing terrific. Good morning, guys. You know, uh, really enjoyed watching your performance in the the entire tournament and um, really enjoy watching the way you guys play. Um, Did did you feel – you know, we know that Josh Witten wrote the letter and and supports you. Um, Did that help? Did you feel that the guys responded to that? Was that in any way an aid? Or, you know, given the way you've been playing, it kind of wasn't a surprise to see you win the tournament. Well, I think it always feels good when you get your, your, your boss's support and you know that he's he's backing you and, and you know, that, that the fact that we won 16 conference games and we played them all, uh, you know, it, it stands for itself. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's – I don't know if it, it, it inspired us anymore. Uh, we were already felt like we were confident and playing well, but it just means so much. It meant, it meant a ton to our players to know that, you know, Josh just isn't the guy at the end of the tunnel hugging us after a win or patting us on the back after a loss. And, and you know, he's a guy that's actually, you know, fighting for you. And I think every coach and every student athlete relishes to have, have an athletic director that does that for you. Coach, from the outside looking in, Illinois looks like a championship-caliber team based on what we have seen this season, but especially in the Big Ten tournament. Internally, what's the message? What kind of tone do you set now that you hit reset? You're starting. It's a different scenario. It's a different tournament. It's a different mindset. What is the mentality that your team will take into their first-round game against Drexel? You know, one of the things that we've done is is we had a we had a sequence in the year where where we were just kind of you know midway through the year we were just kind of existing we weren't we would win a couple we'd lose one or whatever and so we actually challenged our guys we said it takes six games to win a national championship let's see if we can focus mentally and be good enough to win six games in a row and uh, we actually did that and and we, we kind of prepared that way for it. A little bit during the season, uh, our, our challenge in the in the Big Ten tournament uh, was every game is going to be an NCAA tournament game. It's going to be against the top ten team. It's it's going to be against somebody who can win a national championship. And my challenge to our team was more mental than physical. I knew physically, you know, we would get up and we'd be ready to play. It's just the mental turnover from day to day to day uh, of of the scouting report of the mental approach of taking care of your bodies, getting sleep. And, and so we challenged our guys with that. It's no different now. And, and except now 
you fold the uniforms up and you put them in the closet until next year if you lose. So uh, I, I hope we're prepared for that, and and we're you know we're you know we're not done. That's all we we've, we've talked about. Io Desumu leads that charge. He came back to play in this tournament, and, and uh, you know we'll write his uh, we'll write his coattails. Did uh, did Io missing some time and the way that you guys won despite it that that. Did that help this team in a weird way? I mean, you know, Curbelo obviously stood up and played great, you know, without him. We we know that Trent Frazier has been a, a good player, got more attention without him. Um, you know, your depth is so impressive because of what – and then, you know, we talked – Again, yesterday with uh, with Georgie uh, Bajan and Shivili uh, getting the job done, Shivli, I guess um, he came in, and it, it, it's extraordinary the options you have. Well, it, it, in, in, a, in a roundabout way, it galvanized this, and 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 I think it gave guys confidence. You know, to see Curbelo, to see Adam Miller, uh, you know, they stepped into a lot of the same assignments that we give. Io on the offensive end. We we've known what Trent Frazier is capable of. Trent Trent can be an elite scorer, and and he stepped up and did that through that stretch. And and uh, you know then to see you know Georgie yesterday, people forget that uh, you know Georgie set our freshman scoring record, broke the Thomas's record, you know, with thirty six in a game as a freshman, and, and he's a guy that's very very capable. And then you know really all month. Uh, in the last month to six weeks, DeMonte Williams has hit big shot after big shot after big shot. And, again, he's a guy that stepped into that role uh, and, and had to be a big-time playmaker and a big-time shot maker. So uh, we, we've got some alphas on our team. Uh, we've got guys that aren't afraid of the moment. And, and uh, you know, it gave those guys confidence. And now you, you, you put Io back in the picture. And, uh, you know, it, it, it makes for a – for, for a very confident team. Talking with Illinois coach Brad Underwood here on the score. And, and coach, when you look at your own history, at Stephen F. Austin, you were able to pull off some pretty big upsets in the NCAA tournament over VCU one year, West Virginia another. And it was kind of a reminder that we see every March. You can't take anybody lightly. How will those experiences inform your preparation now and how much will that serve as a reference point to a team that goes in as we've been talking about looks like a championship ready team but you can't have any lapses and you know that because you've lived that oh there's no doubt i'll talk about those experiences um all the time and with with our guys and you know when you get to this point and it's one game and and go home if you lose uh, you know, for, for 68 teams, they're all good. They're all here for a reason. And, uh, you know, you can, uh, you can, ha- you can't have an off night and you've got to be at your best and you've got to be at your best mentally. And, and, and so we'll talk about all those moments and, you know, beating a 15 seed, beating a 14 seed, uh, you know, that stuff happens. And, and, uh, you know, we're not going to take anybody for granted. We, 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 we go by the, 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 the moniker everyday guys and we got to show up and play every single day. And, and that's our challenge with the with this uh, this week is to get our guys refocused and and uh, enjoy the moment. We enjoyed last night. We enjoyed the opportunity to win a Big Ten championship, and and yet um, you know we're playing for bigger things and and, and a bigger ring. And it, it you know the Big Ten seems to have 
puts you in a great position to be prepared. I, I think we've seen it as the dominant conference in college basketball this year. And as we look at the nine teams that have made it into the field, it's a feeling that, that many of them have a, have a nice run in them, right? I mean, you, you wouldn't be stunned if you, uh, if you ended up uh, seeing some of your uh, uh, conference compatriots in the Final Four if you get there. There's, I would love to see him in the Final Four. I, I just, I am so sick and tired of playing other Big Ten teams. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> as heck to be able to, to root for him. Um, I told, I, you know, when you play two elite, elite offensive teams like we did in Iowa and, and Ohio State, uh, it's just an uneasy feeling. You just feel like that you're you're guarding your tail off, and they still make shots. And and I'm so excited. I can I can root for those guys and and cheer for them and, and not have to play them. But uh, uh, if we do, um, you know, the, the I, ho- I hope it's in the Final Four. I hope it's back in Lucas Oil. And the one thing I do know is, is you know, we had 13 quad one wins. We played uh, 18 quad one games. And that speaks volumes to how good the Big Ten is. And uh, uh, most teams in the country, we had more wins than, than they even played quad one games. So, uh, our league has prepared us. It's, it's great coaches, great players, and um, uh, you know now we've got to go out and prove it uh, on Friday afternoon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 